You're listening to Good Vexations, a podcast about little grievances we'd rather air than solve. I'm Pat Brennan, I'm joined by my best bud, James Lynch, and today's Good Vexation is gatekeeping. Smash is all we want to talk about. Yeah, man, it's really good. It's all I'm playing. Yeah, yeah, which absolutely. is funny because like I really wanted to keep playing Pokemon, but then I just only played Smash Brothers. Yeah, man, I uh, yesterday finished unlocking all the characters. You uh, got them all? Yeah, dude, I've I played enough. You? That's procrastinating. God, dang it. <laughs> so fair warning. Yeah, I'm gonna put that in here now, and we'll edit it where it needs to go, but. James and I really just want to talk about Smash Brothers, the ultimate. I got well done. I got one complaint with this game. You've got one complaint with this game. Uh, it's sometimes really fucking hard. That's your complaint. That's it. Is that it's really it's hard? Sometimes it, it. Sometimes you have to fight a a giant Zelda who specializes in counters and mm. uh, regains all of her health when she's down to fifteen percent. So. Uh, when that happens, I get angry. And well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so, like, the difficulty spikes on these games. I mean, like, I don't know if you've noticed this with Nintendo stuff, but like, there are two essentially like ways of interacting with these games. Mm-hmm. There is uh, the way that I interact, I would say, which is like an incredibly casual level where you play these games and you enjoy them. Yes. And then there is uh, after you have like gotten used to the game, there is just a frighteningly steep difficulty curve upwards yeah and at the end of that is like the competitive level of these things and this goes for i think most nintendo games across the board i think the exception would be mario party but like smash brothers does this and uh i bet mario tennis does this i know mario kart does this where like as soon as you get up into that level and you're learning about things like wave dashing and edge defense and um i can't remember what it's called when you like drift boost in mario kart Oh yeah, there's some stuff. Um, it's a whole different type of way to play the game, and it is so so difficult. They what's really amazing and crazy, really, about these games is there are these cutesy, uh, colorful, like not family friendly, family right? Friendly. Like they're like they're made so that like your ten year old cousin can like pick it up and play. I it. could I could get I could get my mom to play this game. No, sure. I could totally get my mom to play this. I could definitely get my mom to play like a Mario Tennis or like a or a Mario Kart or something like that. But you're right; they they go frame by frame to make everything mm-hmm. just airtight. So yeah, I mean, it's an incredible amount of work from the developers that create these. Like, I mean, that's why these games are so well regarded and long lived. But like, it also creates like a pretty stark divide in the communities yeah exactly because there is this i mean i mean the thing that like i think one one example of this uh is just is i don't know you're one example of this is that there's a certain community that thinks that the only way to play smash brothers is on omega stages with no items right my coworker Ted is like this. I, man, I've played, I play with those people and you know what? It is a way to play the game. 
It is one way to play the game because here's the thing. And I, I have, I have come to appreciate it recently. Sure. But I, but I wouldn't say that I love it. Oh, definitely not. Because here's the problem with that. Here's the problem with that. And you know, maybe this is the fact, Pat, maybe this is the fact is that the, if you really, if you want to play that way, the only other people who want to play that way are going to kick your fucking ass at this game. They are absolutely going to wreck you. If someone suggests way better, if someone one picks Fox, or two, and then they inform you that it's final destination. No, no, no idea. Yeah, uh, you're done. You're done. You like you're gonna lose, and you're gonna lose all night. And then every other time you play against this person, except for the one time where they choose to play villager or something like that, just to humor you. So <laughs> let's 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 step this vex back yeah. just a little bit, and let's say, uh, what is vexing us this week is gatekeeping in games yeah or gatekeeping in general yeah i'd say right because i don't think everyone can appreciate that me and you are super obsessed with super smash brothers and have been playing it nonstop. (laughs) um and i think everything that we have said up until this point to most people well to many people to some people will be just incomprehensible gibberish yeah yeah for sure i think you said the words way I'm not sure I'm fully understand what that means. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I definitely don't fully understand what it means. I know that it is a thing and that if you can do it, you can you can smash with the best. That's of right. That's right. That's correct. Using smash as a verb also <laughs> is is the way you know it's a different a real pro. <laughs> oh man. Uh for twenty nineteen, uh Netflix and chill has been turned into wanna smash. It could it says who? What are you talking? Says about? me. Because like, what if I just want to play Smash? I'm so mad at you. <laughs> Fucking fired. That's right. I'm firing you for the podcast. Oh no! I have yeah. that ability. Uh, um, what are we talking about? Uh, Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers. Gatekeeping. Yeah, gatekeeping okay. A bit. <laughs> so mm-hmm. gatekeeping. Let's 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 focus back in. This idea that there is a correct way to enjoy a fandom breeds really toxic communities that are just really difficult to interact with yeah um i think we touched on this we talked about the last jedi at some point and i feel like we did (laughs) uh i would say that star wars is probably a great example of this where it's like you can only like the original trilogy or whatever you can only like some of the new movies but not but like i would say that like a lot of people think that like liking the prequels is just i mean they're not good movies let me let me just say that up <laughs> front like they're not right. good films but they have good stuff but like i know of people i know of people who for for whom that was the first star wars that they saw right sure and so you th- so for those people star wars might be oh let's like a little bit of weird space politics and some lightsaber fights and you know mm-hmm. what like honestly not far off like if if that gets you into the other stuff i don't care you know or like how about the idea that like you need to watch the original trilogy before you watch the new movies sure just the idea that there's a right way to do anything you know to do there's a right way to be into the thing the idea that we can't just say oh i like this thing well i I think part of the way this stuff works too is it's like it's a really easy 
kind of galvanizing moment between like you and another person it kind of like sets you on the cool side as it were right so like here like and it's often like punchlines right so like you you played guitar growing up right like that Mm -hmm. idea of like the guy that cracks out a guitar at every party and plays wonderwall yeah sure right like nobody likes that guy (laughs) don't fucking play wonderwall Uh but also like if wonderwall was the first song you learned i guess that probably makes sense i imagine i don't play instruments but i imagine it's like a fairly easy song to play it's an incredibly easy song to play it's probably a good place to start if you've just picked up a guitar for the first time it's actually a great place to start it's also easy to sing so like it's also you... not a terrible song it's not <laughs> honestly it was a very popular song for a number of years not a bad way to start playing guitar really maybe we should give people less shit about getting started you know so would you say that you're team wonderwall then pat don't make me con- commit to these things i mean i'm just i'm just asking i don't like i don't i don't like oasis that much i think we should, are, are you are you sure uh i think we should play some like good old folk tunes that's my but you don't you wouldn't say that you're like okay with people are you gatekeeping you're not okay with people uh, starting with wonderwall no oh pat you're gonna ruin my whole you're gonna blow up my whole I scene just, here. i'm just wondering if if you would say out loud into the microphone i am okay with people playing wonderwall at parties <laughs> interesting i i think that if you are gonna play guitar at a party you shouldn't be the only one with a guitar at the party so two people at at minimum need to be playing wonderwall at the same time maybe in a round kind of situation I, well i definitely would <laughs> If you can do it in a round, actually, I'll let you do it because that's incredibly difficult because it's hard enough to sync up singing and vocals at the same time. If you're also somehow in a round with somebody else, I'd watch it. Just like put that on Snapchat. I'll watch that. (laughs) Do you still use Snapchat? I do. I do vaguely, like not often, but you have a Snapchat like installed on your phone. Yeah. Pat. I thought that was dead. Pat. No, you're just old. I'm sorry. I'm not old. I'm sorry. Well, you can keep telling yourself that, my friend. My 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 students consistently think, by the way, that I am 42 years old. Oh, Pat. <laughs> That's a... I was at work the other day, and like I mentioned, like I was telling some anecdote, and I was like, "Yeah, my girlfriend did X," and one of my students was like, "You don't have a wife?" And I was like, "Holy uh, oh my god, what?" And he's like, "Aren't you like 42?" I'm like, "Um, Holy shit." I'm like, "Well, I'm not 30 yet, so." Oh. So no. Oh, Pat. Oh, Pat. I'm so sorry. Let's, let's slow down here, champ. Oh. Guess who gets an F? Oh, yeah. Fail that, kid. Uh, where the fuck were we? I don't know. I, can't, I don't know. I'm just derailing this episode over and over. This is going to be a nightmare, Dan. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. You should keep all of it in. Uh, sure. Gaming is the easiest place to talk it's about this. Actually, you know what? Talk about it. Well, you know what's a great company that uh, kind of eschewed this after I think their community embraced this kind of idea of gatekeeping for so long is actually Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. Um, oh, you're right. Dungeons and Dragons is enormous right now. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I've gotten into a couple of conversations with friends and folks uh, about how exactly that's happening and what they're doing right and what's working. And like, like a lot of things, it's just like a lot of factors at once, right? So. Mm-hmm. On one level, we're in the middle of this big board game boom where it seems like people want to like 
get away from their screens for a second and have an excuse to sit in the room with friends and play games with them. That's part of it, right? Yep. The other part of it is the rise of like Twitch streaming and uh, real play podcasts or not even real play podcasts, just podcasts about RPG games and stuff like these are, these are immensely popular right now between uh, Adventure Zone. acquisitions and adventure zone acquisitions incorporated um, friends of the table. Uh, 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 I almost said ready, set roll, which is not a thing, but like waffle waffle. Inc., you mean uh, we're starting a D and D podcast called ready, set roll. <gasps> we are not. Oh my God. Doing that. I can't believe that we thought we were going to announce that next week. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never doing that. No. Oh man. What, a, what a scoop. No. Um, <laughs> but okay so like so so it's kind of entered like the collective consciousness right where like podcasts are you want to directly take on griffin mcelroy for best best storyteller you can't say his name every time you say their name a podcast is born (laughs) you know this don't you it's like beetlejuice Um, they're they're gonna they're gonna start uh ready set roll next week well so like the podcast medium becoming popular has kind of like given these things a home twitch has really kind of settled in with them which is a funny thing to have watched happen where like it transitioned away from like playing video games on screen to playing RPGs on screen and, and where, how it like gained an audience and some really good traction. And so there's a lot of people that are looking to like dip their toes into this hobby because they have seen uh, famous actors or people that they follow do it. Um, so wizards, it seems like really leaned into that. Right. So there's been like looking at the modules that they have released for this, for for fifth edition uh in comparison to old editions where like they were either these one-shot adventures that you played for four hours and you were done with or they were like these like one through 30 epic campaigns now uh the stories are all sort of like they they cover like four or five levels or five or six levels or even less than that sometimes but they all are like divvied up around these core rich stories that have like a beginning a middle and an end that you can play with your players and it's kind of like presented almost in this story format as opposed to like level format or something like that and a lot of it is based around like lower level play because i think they've decided to go wide with this audience Mm -hmm. and really hit more of the casual casual crew you know i mean like and that's kind of like reflected in everything from like the rules changes and like the gameplay itself to how they decide to like market and sell their products which has done really well for them because it turns out when you don't gatekeep and you don't try and keep people out of your community and you lean into this idea that your thing is for everyone or that all people are welcome or like hell even just like god diversifying the player's handbook the fact that it's not just like all illustrations of white dudes on all of these character and race classes is just so refreshing to see because obviously it's better to have more people doing the thing because that's the way that that's the way that the I don't know that the community grows and the hobby and the hobby stays mm-hmm. alive, right? Uh, yeah. Or and then I mean, look, I think a great example of that is Smash. Smash has everything, everything. It's period. It's Actually, that's a really good point. Everything. Yeah, I mean, like they've done this whole thing this time around where it's right. Like every character that has ever been a character. So if you ever liked any character ever, they're back. They're here. <laughs> Mm-hmm. right if you want to just only ever play if you only ever want to play one-on-one against computers or just four on like well there's four also like a story mode friends, in there and like a spirits mode and the classics like it's it's 
Yep. It's there's there's the century challenge, like the thing where kill a hundred bad it's guys. It's truly an astounding amount of work that has been put forward on this. <laughs> yeah. And it is and it's at every level. Because if you want to get if you want it to be hard, it could be really fucking yeah. hard. <laughs> you know, if you want to get and they tightened up the controls. I think a lot of people had problems with Smash 4 because I think uh, that they... Smash 4, by the way, is a game that I literally forgot existed. Yeah, I mean, I, pl- I played it a few times. Well, because but... it was 4. It was on the Wii U. It was on the 3DS. I owned it, mm-hmm. but like, it's the yeah. only one that didn't have a name. All of them are yeah. like Melee, yeah. Brawl, Ultimate, and then 4. What? Yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, it was Smash for the Wii U. You was know? that what it, it was? was? Is that really the gimmick so. that they went with? I I literally think that's what it was. But it was on the 3DS. Then I guess it was Smash 4 on the 3DS, or it was Smash for the 3DS. Smash 4 in 3D, coming to you one. Jesus. We're trying to get it up fast on the Furious naming conventions. Uh, oh, man. Well, and now uh, I just want to walk, talk about movie news. This is not a good transition, but like, hey, uh, man. Well, what's happening? Is there an oh well? Oh, there's a Sonic oh, poster from the producers yeah, of Fast no. the Furious, which is a real thing that's happening for some reason. And for some reason, Sonic is being played by, uh, God, what's his name? Uh, uh Schwartz. That's not his real name, though, right? It is Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz yeah. is his real name, and John Ralphio is his TV name. And he's playing opposite Jim Carrey, who's playing Doctor Robotnik. That's going to be... And if you brought this back in time five years, you could not convince me it was real. No, I mean, fucking... Pat, we've talked about this. The goddamn Pokemon movie. Defective Pikachu looks like... Looks exactly like a fan trailer of a movie that couldn't possibly actually exist. It's so horrifying. I'm so excited to see it. I can't believe... I'm going on opening day. And I'm going to sit in the front row and I'm just going to let the horror wash over me. It's going to be so bad that it's good, that it's bad again. And it'll come back around to good maybe until it gets back to bad. My immediate reaction to something like Mr. Mime was like, was horror. Yeah. And then, someone, and then someone was like, but yeah, man, I mean, that's what Mr. Mime looks like. It look, it's actually really, it looks really uh, very much like what the, what the what the sprite looked like and what it looked like in the show and yeah that's about what it looks like it's it's very uh it's very good for the source like it very it follows the source material and my response to that was at first like oh i guess so i guess maybe i shouldn't be so horrified and i was like oh no actually it should go the other way and i should be horrified at the fucking source material this is a just is just it's not a man it is it's a kid. This is a kid's game that had this weird clown monster that doesn't actually have hair. Mm-hmm. It just has a little bit of fuzz and big meaty blue things sticking out of its head. That's not okay. <laughs> no, that doesn't make it any better. Sylveon has tentacles. You know, yeah. Sylveon, the fairy Pokemon, is yeah. a little. It's a little dog with tentacles. Yeah. It, it has tentacles that look like ribbons, but they're not I mean, ribbons. It's not like cute magic. I mean, James, they're tentacles, they're, Pat. They're, they're pocket monsters. I know. They're not. I like never thought about it. They were just they're cute. Like, they're they're described as monsters. I that they huh. monsters are scary. 
God, they were supposed to be cute. Honestly, weird. I mean, really strange. Like, I can't say, I can't even talk about the Sonic thing because I'm pretty sure I'm actually, like, in a, like, pretty sure I'm just, like, in a mental institution and none of this has actually happened. Man, I can't, I can't wait until they reveal what he actually looks like because it's just a shadowy silhouette right now and some scary legs. And his, like, I've seen people try to approximate it and it's not good. No, he has man arms. And he also has hedgehog eyes. Yeah. Like, he has man arms and hedgehog eyes. Uh, hmm. Why would you do this to me? Why would you do this this to me personally? You, man, man, we are, we're burning another topic entirely right now, which is what the fuck is up with all the fucking live action, live action things that we never, quote unquote, CGI action Things we never needed, you know? Oh, I need those. I mean, do I... Do James, I'm going to pay to see every one of these movies. Look... Well, I'm, not The Lion King. I don't care about what whatever Disney's no, doing. Because, like, their stuff is, like... Dumb. Their stuff is, like, sort of good, which makes it just, like, kind of mediocre. This stuff is so <laughs> bad that I'm excited. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to be more surprised at if, like, if the Detective Pikachu is the worst movie you've ever seen or if it's the best movie you've ever seen? Which will be make you more surprised? I I don't care. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like... Ryan Ryan Reynolds? Ryan Reynolds. What? Ryan Reynolds is playing Pikachu. Isn't that the weirdest fucking thing? They got Ryan Reynolds to like spend a significant portion of his life learning lines and sitting in a sound booth <sighs> and pretending to be Pikachu. Not not even just Pikachu, but a master detective Pikachu. master yeah. detective we're, okay yeah and that's another thing that i think that we're all kind of like scooting past with this trailer is that like this pikachu has a job and he's a detective for some reason this, this pikachu has a job and is quote unquote a world-class detective <laughs> he solves crimes <laughs> he solves crimes somewhere he got a very small hat <sighs> does he solve does he solve like I mean, like, I know the trailer seems to imply he solves people crimes, but does he solve Pokemon crimes, too? Tell me one Pokemon crime. Uh, Pokemon murder. I don't know. <laughs> wow. But, I mean, po- first of all, Pokemon murder, obviously. Pokemon uh, murder. Excuse me, it's hyphened. I feel like most of them wouldn't commit murder except for... not the. Actually, I was going to say the ghost Pokemon. I don't think they do murder. I think they just take in whoever was murdered. It, it... You know who does murder? Mr. Mime. Mr. Mime definitely murders. Definitely, definitely, definitely murders. I, <laughs> he's a serial killer. Um, oh, absolutely. And he's never been caught and no one even really realizes it's him uh, we, because he's just all, he's just such a goofball, you know, but we he definitely about this, murders. We talked about this a little bit, but like after the movie trailer came back out, I went and I like, or maybe it was the game because we were both playing the game at the same time and talking about it. I went and I, uh, I watched some of the anime to try and like, yes, because like, uh-huh. There are jokes about the fact that like some of this stuff is like obliquely looked at, like do they eat Pokemon kind of stuff. But it's like yep. in that show, they definitely just said it. They're like, yum, Magikarp would be delicious right now. Slowpoke tails are a delicacy. I would eat them. <laughs> or like I know that. I mean, there's all kinds of weird there's all kinds of weird stuff. Like people definitely just have psychic powers in this universe and they don't really talk about it and they only use it to get better at Pokemon. Hold up, hold up, hold up. 
That yes, definitely. The the person who turned people into dolls was not cool. Yeah. Um isn't there a plot line in one of the Pokemon games about slowpoke tails? Yeah. Don't you actually There's like get a black a... market for like, yeah. Like you I'm pretty one. sure it's an item. Hold... Yeah. But you then hang out with the dumb looking slowpokes who people also just have as pets. Yeah, I didn't really consider until just now how kind of like totally messed up it is that like like dismembered pokemon is an item in the game yeah that you carry around yeah Mm. like in in the new games that we just played there's definitely a plot line where they're like we're gonna like let this cubone grow up so that we can take its skull oh yeah definitely and it's implied that that will like kill the little beastie yeah it definitely will um so does pikachu detective pikachu excuse me use his title does detective pikachu solve these crimes oh my god is he better at his job than officer duplicate what's her name penny joy is the Um, nurse oh man jen officer 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 doing a google oh jenny (laughs) that's it it's gotta be jenny right but, like, what's weird is that, like, all of the Officer Jennies are called Officer Jenny in the show, and they all look identical, and they all claim to be cousins with each other, which isn't how cousins yes. work. It's not really. You no. are not, you are not, you don't have, like, 30 other cousins named James that all look exactly like you, that live in different Man. cities that all have the same profession as you. That would be weird. I try, like, this is why it's so much easier not to look at any of this shit critically packed. Well, okay, and then getting back to the gatekeeping, it's like, why are you so defensive of this medium? Uh-huh. Yeah, really. <laughs> like, what? what I mean, is special about this? It's just really weird. There's a whole thing with comic books and stuff, and people try to get into one into a thing and then realize that there's 50 <sighs> years of history that are literally impossible to map out back in college i tried to pick up some like superhero comic books and get into superhero comic books it's so hard it was exhausting it was just like a wall of like 700 things and like all of it with like elaborate backstory they were doing the new 52 at the time yeah i think think. and i picked up is that dc or is that marvel i'm gonna get it wrong see here comes the gatekeeping shut me out um but I picked up, I wound up picking up uh, Miss Marvel and reading some of those. Mm-hmm. And like, those were really good. But like, mostly I just like grabbed graphic novels and like smaller issue run stuff because like Firefly one offs and things like that and the Manhattan Project, like that kind of stuff. Because it was like, I didn't have 50 years of knowledge that I was expected to know going into it. Exactly. And I mean, even when, even if you want to try to read a run of a certain comic how often is it that it turns out that the next top step in the story is another series well right because i mean that's like, just how it works that's how they make their money is by keeping you in the like, loop i was really interested i mean i remember when civil war happened you know civil war was going on when i was like in kind of interested in that space and like it's like, okay, well, this seems like it would be interesting to get into. Turns out, it's over every series. Right. Like, it's every book. So if you want to read all of it, you need to get, like, however many different... Yeah, like 30 issues of 20 different superhero runs or whatever. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's and a you, lot need of like work. A sh- you need, like, a shepherd to kind of guide you through these things, right? Like, you need a person right. that comes in and says, 
okay, grab this up. Like I've done that with um the Clone Wars TV show with people. Yeah. Where like the first couple of seasons of that show were like targeted at a very like young audience and they weren't really sure what the show was gonna be and like there is genuinely good storytelling in there, but you need to get around a lot of stuff to do it. And so like it helps to have somebody have like an episode list for you. And so like I think with a lot of the superhero comic book stuff, like that's what you need. You need somebody who is super into this stuff that can be like, okay take this 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 and this or grab these 10 things and that's all you need that's a complete experience and isn't that what isn't that what these communities should be you know like yes isn't that what these communities should be it should be people like i find that with D &D, that's who yes with right you get the person that's interested in dming a group and like wants to help you learn the stuff and is okay if you don't know the rules and isn't expecting you to be the perfect table player like right yeah who just says i want more people playing with it and that's one that it makes sense because you have to have at least four people to play so with that it's it behooves you to be to be generous with your experience i feel like every community that does that every community that uh that sometimes makes the mistake of doing this kind of gatekeeping stuff. It's like, whoa, you haven't done this? Or, oh, you're doing this wrong. It should instead be, hey, I have a really hard... Like, I think it's fun when you do this. Or, hey, if you want to get better, there are competitions, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. I've... Like, I know people who have... Who will talk to me, like, who are okay with the fact that I'm trash at Smash, but will also say, hey, why don't you try this when we play together, you know? Right. That's 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 what this all should be. It shouldn't be there's a good there's a right and a wrong. It's like, hey, let's do this together. Like, that's the fucking thing. You know? Yes. Yeah. And with that, I think it's time for us to go back to playing Smash. By the time everyone arrives. The so the this episode is coming out on the nineteenth. The 26th is the day after Christmas. I'm going to go <laughs> ahead and say that we are not going to have an episode next week on the 26th. I think so that's we will probably be... correct. Right. So we will be back on January 2nd. And if we are lucky and if I can set things up correctly, I think that you and I will be recording from the same space. Bum, bum, bum. Crazy. While the refrigerator hums and... Even the dark.